Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Theater 5 presents April Snowfall. Come on, Glenn. I've always wanted to have it done. Since when do you believe in fortune tellers? Just for the fun of it. Now, come on. Oh, some other time, honey. It's getting late. No, no, no. And it won't take long. And besides, you know, we can sleep all day tomorrow. Now, come on now. Well, uh... You know, you said this was my night. Look, you you wouldn't settle for a quiet nightcap somewhere? No. The apartment, for instance? No. Look, there's a cab. It's off duty. No, it isn't. Oh, you want a bet? You're on. Off duty, we go in. On duty, we go home, okay? Okay. Taxi! Taxi! Uh, 11.30 on a Saturday night. Well, that figures. Mrs. Elspeth, private reading. Open. Come on. Oh, did anyone ever tell you you have one of the finest minds of the 13th century? Fortune telling. Oh. Will you look at the dust in this oh, place? Shh, shh, shh. What are you doing? I'm taking off my wedding ring. Clever. Oh, well, I guess we're just supposed to sit down and wait. <laughs> sit down? I just had this suit cleaned. Look, let's go, huh? No. Mrs. Elspeth's probably sleeping one off in the back room. Good evening. <gasps> oh, uh, hello. Um, are you still open? The sign said that... Until you're... 12. Oh. Do you both want a reading? Uh, no, d- just my wife here. Thinker. Uh, sit here, please, at the table. You understand I can only tell you what I see. Sometimes I see nothing significant, in which case there will be no charge. Well, that sounds fair enough. Excuse me while I get the silks. Silks? Do you have a favorite color, my dear? Yes, um, blue. Well, then we'll give you a blue scarf. Now then... I want you to take the scarf in the hand with which you write and crumple it in your fist as tightly as you can. No crystal ball? That's a switch. Like this? How many letters in your first name? Sally, um, five. Now, you must count with me slowly to five. One, two, three, four, five... Now open your hand and let the scarf fall to the table. Once I have smoothed it out, I must ask you not to touch it again. Hmm, it's scarcely creased at all. I may well, not that's a be new able to. I may not be able to. Wait a moment. Yes, there's something, a sound. I hear. I hear a shattering of glass, fine glass, crystal. Do you own any valuable crystal? Uh, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Aunt Esther's Swedish crystal, Glenn. It's right here, see? The jagged crease in the silk. Sometime tonight you will break something of crystal. Well, I can see I'm going to get my nightcap in a jelly glass. There's something else. Somehow it's connected with the broken crystal. See how the crease branches off? It's the beginning of a series of events. Do you have a small child? 
Yes, we have a son. I see a car, a red car. There's an accident. I hear a child crying out. Johnny? All right, all right. I think we've had it. What's the charge for this? He's crying, but he isn't hurt. Just frightened. Come on, Sally. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, but I, no, I just, just don't... just a moment. There's something else. Hands. Two broken hands. Johnny's? No. And yet, your son is somehow connected with them. Sally, you don't want to hear any more oh, of Wait this. just a minute, Glenn. Here's something. Rain. No, I get the sensation of cold. Snow? Yes, snow. In the middle of April, Sally. But it all keeps leading back to the broken crystal. The broken crystal and... And what? I see nothing else. Oh. What do we owe you? Oh, now, just a minute, Glenn. But... There is something else, isn't there? I told you, I see nothing. Well, Glenn, pay her whatever it is. Mrs. Elspeth, is there something else? What keeps leading back to the broken crystal? You really want me to tell you? Sally. Yes, please. All right. It's not very clear. But from the moment the crystal is broken, there is a beginning of a series of events leading to your... Death. Now, wait just a minute. Still, there is something. Yes, here. Something you can do to prevent it. How? How much is your life worth to you, my dear? Oh, now, what are you trying to pull off here? Sally, we're getting out now, and she's just lucky I don't pull this bat's nest down around her ears. I'm an old woman. There's nothing more anyone can do to me. I've told you what I saw in the silk. Your wife will die violently unless she takes the necessary steps to prevent it. I can tell you what they are. Sure you can. How much do you want? Is your wife's life worth $2,000? $2,000? What kind of suckers do you think we are? You have two days. If you want to save your wife's life, I must have the money in my hands no later than 5 o'clock on Monday. Well, don't hold your breath. Sally? 5 o'clock Monday. Nightcap time. Darling, water or soda? Water. Here you are, one for you and one for me. Ah, you're using Aunt Esther's Swedish crystal. <laughs> I take it all back. You do not have one of the finest minds of the 13th century. To Mrs., uh, what was her name? Elspeth. Long may she fly. Hey, hey, watch it. Or oh, we'll be hearing them. A shattering of crystal. <laughs> uh, what would you do if I dropped one? <laughs> Come on now, don't tell me she didn't have you going there for a while. Me? Oh, uh, if I hadn't gotten you out of there, you'd have torn that place apart. Well, this woman is a complete fraud. What about the poor idiots who take that mumbo-jumbo seriously? Mm. You know, there are people around who would have paid her the $2,000. Oh. Probably hawk everything they had to do it. Well, do you think she should be reported? Well, 
That's not our problem. I think I'll have another drink. Oh, now, come on. You've drunk all the calories you're going to for one night. Keep me company while I wash the Swedish crystal. You know, the cleaning woman has a thing about glassware. Oh, bring the tray, will you? Okay. Uh, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Glenn, honestly. I tripped. I don't think that was very funny. Well, uh, here we are. Safe and sound. Thank goodness. There. All done. Mm-hmm. Two highball glasses in mint condition. I'll put them on the shelf. Thank you. And that, as they say, is that. Okay, now to get out of this apron and into a nice, warm... Oh, no. What's the matter? <gasps> I dropped my apron. Oh, the floor is clean. Yes, but my wristwatch was in the pocket, and I just got it back from the jeweler. Oh. Well, it's still running. Thank heavens. It's just a broken crystal. Sally, oh. Sally, what's the matter? Hmm? Honey, uh -huh. honey, are you all right? Glenn? Oh, Glenn. We're... Oh. It's all right, honey. Oh. You were having a nightmare. Oh, Glenn, it was... Oh, it, it was so real. Well, nightmares usually are. Oh. You, you want a tranquilizer or um, anything? No, I'm all right. Oh, let me cigarette, will you? Sure. Oh. There you are. Thanks. You know, it all fitted together. Everything she predicted. The shattering of glass, the car accident, the broken hands, everything that she said would happen. Oh, except the snow. There wasn't any snow. Honey, you're not still thinking about that fortune teller. Come on. No, now. no, no, no. There was this truck, Glenn, with a with a large plate glass window strapped to the side, and you and Johnny were playing catch in the front yard, and Johnny missed the ball, and it hit the plate glass window on the truck, and I was just coming back from an auction. I saw what happened and ran toward the house, but the truck went out of control, and and it crushed me against a parked car, and. It was so real. Sally, it, it, honey, it, it was just a dream. But you know, you know the print that I had bought at the auction? Well, it was a copy of that picture by Salvador Dali. You know that crazy one of, is it with, the, with the big watch dripping over the table with the broken hands? Well, I remember looking at it as a car was running over it in the road and thinking, the broken hands. Darling, now look, look. No. Will you listen to me? In what? the Honey, in the first place, the hands on Dolly's watch weren't broken. They well, were just distorted. In the second place, our apartment building doesn't have a backyard, let alone a front. And in the third place, the fortune teller said crystal, broken crystal. The window pane on the truck was plate glass. Yeah, well, it was all very logical and terrifying. I know, honey, but now just go back to sleep. And the next time you talk me into letting you go to a fortune teller, don't. Uh -huh. 
Glenn? Hmm? The window pane wasn't crystal. But I just thought, you know what was? My watch. Hmm? The crystal on my watch broke tonight. Now what? Oh, I must have awakened Johnny. Uh, he'll go back to sleep. No, no, I better see what he wants. Uh. Oh, what is it, dear? Oh, darling, are you thirsty? Oh, oh, darling, mommy will get you a glass of water. Sally. What's the matter? Oh, Glenn, turn on the light, will you? What happened? I'm all right. I just, I just tripped on one of Johnny's toys. I think it's all right, darling. You know, I think I sprained my ankle. Yeah, let's have a look. Mm. Uh, well, nothing seems to be broken. What did you trip on? Oh, I don't know. Ah, uh, here it is. This fire engine. You should be told not to leave his things scattered. I see a car, a red car. There's an accident. Glenn, the accident. You remember she said a car, a red... Glenn, couldn't a fire engine be called a red car? Oh, now, darling, that's enough of all this nonsense. Please, now. I, I, I'll get Johnny a drink and help you back to bed. Oh, I, I'm not really hurt. It's, it's, please, it's just... Sally, please. Now, when we wake up in the morning, let's forget all this foolishness. <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, I gotta run. Oh, you have a whole hour. You've got plenty of time. Not if you want me to drop your watch off at the jeweler's. Well, do it on your lunch hour. Can't. Working right through with the staff. We're having lunch sent in. Oh. Do I detect a hint of disappointment in that? Oh. <laughs> I just thought I'd join you for lunch. I don't feel like being by myself today. Hey, you're not still letting Nightmare Alice get you down, are you? Oh, no, of course not, but I, I, I just thought Okay, I'd... now look, repeat after me. The broken watch crystal and the accident with the car are coincidences. Yeah, very strange coincidences. But coincidences. Good girl. Now, just get it out of your mind. Oh, uh, honey, uh, get me a pack of cigarettes, will you? Oh, I'm not sure there are any. Wait a minute, I think I remember seeing a pack in the bag drawer. <gasps> Glenn! Never mind, I'll, I'll pick up a pack in the lobby. Sally, oh. what's the matter? You're white as a sheet. Look. Look in the drawer. You're Dresden figurine. When did that get broken? I don't know. Unless the cleaning... But Glenn, look at it. Look where it's chipped. The hands. There's something else. Hands. Two broken hands. Broken hands, Glenn. I'm beginning to be frightened. Come on now. She said that she heard the sound of broken crystal. Well, the crystal in my watch was broken. She told us the accident with the car somehow involved Johnny. Well, that was Johnny's fire engine I tripped over. And now this. The broken hand. Coincidence. The long arm of coincidence. All right, it's reaching a little too far for comfort. Glenn, maybe... Maybe what? We should go down there like a couple of idiots and pay her the $2,000? No, but, but couldn't we go down there and, and, and talk to her again? What for? Sally, this is the oldest racket in the world. 
Oh, I guess you're right. It's ridiculous. But Glenn? No, but Glenn's. Now, but... just forget it, honey. Just forget it, okay? You're going to work yourself into a state of hysteria. Fortune tellers are a fake. A big, fat fake. Okay. Now, you be a good girl while I go out and make us some money. And I tell you what, pick me up at the office and we'll go out to dinner. All right, six o'clock? Fine. Bye. Bye. Oh, Glenn, ask them if they can have the watch ready by 5.30 and I'll, I'll pick it up on my way down. Okay. Hey, it's a pretty good day out there. I won't even need my top coat. Oh, it is a pretty day. Well, at least we're not going to have any snow. This is the Young residence. Uh, Lucy, uh, let me speak to Mrs. Young. Oh, well, she's home, Mr. Young, but, but she's asleep. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Is she all right? Well, she was awful upset. I, I told her that I didn't break that little statue. Johnny did. You know, I, I saved the pieces. I put them right in the drawer. I meant to tell her, but... Well, I didn't think she was going to take on like that. And she took some sleeping pills and... Sleeping pills? I've never seen her this upset. Lucy, when Mrs. Young wakes up, tell her to meet me at Johnson's Bar instead of the office. Have you got that? Johnson's Bar. Yeah, I, I got it. Oh, and, and Lucy, uh, tell her to make it 6.30 instead of 6. There's someone I have to see first. <laughs> Right here, driver. Where all those people are. Something must have happened. Look, uh, pull up the street away from the crowd and wait for me. All right, now, break it up. There's nothing to see. Break it up. Keep moving. What happened, officer? Some old lady died. Now, move along. Don't block the entrance. Who is it? Well, how would I know, Mac? Come on, now. Keep moving. Come on. Do you know who it is? I was talking to her not 15 minutes ago. We were sitting having tea. She ain't been well, you know. Who, who is it? Mrs. Elspeth that runs the fortune-telling parlor. She was so happy. She was saying to me, Jenny, I don't have to worry no more about being put in a pauper's grave. I'm going to have the money I need for a decent burial. $2,000, she said. Though where she thought it was coming from, I couldn't tell you. What time did she die? You a relative? No, I, I, I just wondered. Well, I can tell you exactly if it's that important to you. Five minutes after five, exactly. I must have the money in my hands no later than five o'clock Monday. Five o'clock Monday. I know it was five after five because we was listening to the five o'clock news at the time. And she was sitting there with one eye on the window, expecting heaven knows what. And when the news was over, she just turned off the radio, sat down in her chair and closed her eyes, the poor soul. Can't imagine where she thought she was going to get her funeral money. $2,000. Where to now, mister? Back uptown. You know where Johnson's bar is? Sure. Hey, what do you know about that? Snow. Look at it come down. Snow. In the middle of April. Now I've seen everything. Never mind the bar driver. I've got to get home as fast as I can. <laughs> Thank you.
Theater 5 has presented April Snowfall, written by Hal Hackaday, produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Elliot Reed, Augusta Dabney, Ruth Gillette, Bryna Rayburn, Cecil Roy, and Philip Houston. Audio engineers, Neil Pulse and Marty Folia. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastatsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.